You're listening to Always Open number 99. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. Hypothetically, if the lack of either wouldn't affect your health, which would you give up, sex or sleep? Oh, oh I love to sleep so much. <laughs> You'll have to teach me Scott answers. Yeah, hey, know. everyone. Welcome to another episode of Always Open. Um, John was just teaching me how to Scott dance. I was, and you just missed it. It's so sad the cameras didn't catch me teaching you how to Scott dance. Do it again. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can only do it once a day or else I overexert myself. It's weird. He said he would demonstrate it on the show, and then he didn't. So. You didn't have the cameras rolling. Ask Bruce Green. We'll get you next time. Yeah. Bruce Green? Yeah. He's a Scott boy. It's true. It's because he's from L.A. Is it? I'm from L.A. Is that what a thing? Is that L Do they have ska in Canada? I don't know. Do they? We'll find out in a second. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am. Oh. You're ruining it. We're ruining the surprise. Stop. Uh, I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman. <laughs> and uh, you already know one of our guests today. You started talking to me. <laughs> I'm John. Hi, John. And then we got... El Mill. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to the show. Wow. And it's me. It's Mariel. Merle. I'm here again. I'm less hungover today, much more of a human. It's true, we're all drinking. We're all drinking water. 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 Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We well, welcome, Miss L. Mills. Thank the you. Canadian. The Canadian. We're both, we, we're both from the same city. Yep. What? Ottawa. Okay. And we found, we actually went to dinner last night to get to know you a little more. Mm -hmm. And uh, you were like, oh yeah, I'm from Ottawa. And I was like, me too. And I've never seen someone more excited to find out that I was from Ottawa than you. Yeah. No one's from Ottawa. Like, no one. Do, wait, do you live in Ottawa? You yes. Do you live in Ottawa still? Yes. Okay. So, do you have friends out there? No, I know, but like, no one out, like, in like, this world. Oh, the YouTube oh. world. The I'm real like, world. Like, you don't expect to come to Austin, Texas and find someone else from, from Ottawa. Ottawa. Like, oh. it's weird for, it's, usually if you, you grow up, usually if you grow up in Ottawa, you're stuck in Ottawa. <laughs> and yeah. Well, you two got out. I know. Well, you know, Look you didn't get out. Shit. You're still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am still That's there. The Take it back. <laughs> uh, oh, I tripped. Oh, it's okay. I mean, you, get to, you get to leave on occasion. I know. That's nice. I do travel. They let you out yeah. every once in a while. Working on the visa. Working on the visa, yeah. yeah. Visas are fun, aren't they? Uh, I love that. Visas, yeah. I mean, immigration in general is just a pain in the ass, but uh, visas at least are a little bit more simple to get than a green card. Which mm -hmm. is a whole nother process. Yeah, not but excited for that. Even with visas, it's like you have to prove. There's different types of visas. Um, like you were one. you were operating under a visa. Yeah. This whole time. A work visa, H-1B, which is basically like your job title is related to your degree. Is like what mine was involved oh. in. So I remember when I actually got hired at Rooster Teeth. My degree was in marketing, and the job that they wanted to hire me for was community manager. Yeah. So they had to change the title of the job to community manager and marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Just for that visa. Yeah, like, that's I fun. I not come here unless you do this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are very excited to have you here. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to be here. Meryl's been geeking out. I have, I have. We're big fans of you and, and me especially, but. Um, <laughs> As she double drinks her water. <laughs> it's fine, it's chill. But anyway. Well, yeah, I'm, yes. we're very excited to have you. John, excited to have you back as well. Thank you. It's been a hot second. I didn't come from Canada, but I'm here. I always forget that you used to live in LA. Yeah, LA area. You do. You LA. give off the LA vibe. <laughs> what yeah. is it? Is it the glasses or the yeah, mustache? Yeah, glasses and mustache. Both of them. In, the, in the style. The whole style. I'm a very LA LA boy. Yeah. Okay. Didn't always used to be. 
No. John has evolved over the last you couple have years. Really? Yeah. yeah. Glowed, glowed up? Glowed up? That's I the proper glow term, up right? Term? Yeah. 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 We love a good glow up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still we trying stand. for it. <laughs> we stand a good glow up. All right, well, let's get things started with our first segment called Speed Dating, where we're going to rapid fire you a bunch of questions as if we're learning all about you okay. in a speed dating format, which John has never been speed dating. No. Have you, you've speed dated on this show, though, right? Yes, in I have. Former yeah. segment name. Former segment I don't even know if I've, I don't remember the last time I've been on a date. It's been a while. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Listen, you do you, right? Yeah. I mean, this is not for lack of trying. Oh. We're, we're, uh, we're out here trying, people, okay? Well, now you're on a date with all of us. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. All of which <laughs> are... Does that make you feel better? Yes, it does. For now. Sorry, John. <laughs> I took this down a notch. <laughs> Let's bring it back up and have some fun with some. I some, really hope some... in the edit they just do like a slow zoom on you and like turn the the screen like black and white and sad, sad music. It's fine. I have sex scheduled in July. I was just talking to Texas about that. Oh, hey. <laughs> He's doing it, guys. I often have scheduled sex. It's fine. That's what happens in a long distance relationship. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> you know. Tears. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not frustrated at all. Do you all. have it like in your calendar? Like I it... should. I should. <laughs> the day she lands. Just put <laughs> this emoji in this emoji. <laughs> That's it. You'll know what it means. Oh man. <laughs> all right. Invite her to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> calendar invite. You need to do it. Jeff. What if she declines? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or puts maybe. <laughs> oh, you're like, come on. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's all good. All right. Well, let's get started. Yeah. Fun time. John, let's go. Let's have you go first. Why not? Ready with our timer, I assume. Oh, there's a timer. Yes. John. Yeah. Do you speak more than one language? No. How long does it usually take you take for you to decide whether or not you like a new acquaintance? Oh, almost instantaneous. How well do you handle criticism? Not good at all. <laughs> if you could have a brilliant skill at something, would you prefer something practical or something fun? Uh, practical. So, I'm boring. When people seek advice from you, what do they usually get? Uh, <laughs> Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with, with Mariel's answer. That's fine with me. Um, they probably get a longer answer than they asked for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, I'm going to stop talking now. That's a good now. thing, though. Um, so you don't handle criticism well? No, I internalize it a lot. And, uh, and I wish I could be someone who lets the things like that roll off my back, but I do, like... For, certain, uh, for being in the position that I'm in and doing what I do, uh, it's not a good trait to have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have coping mechanisms built in for that, but in all honesty, if I'm being completely transparent, criticism does affect me. I think it all depends on who is doing the criticizing. Sure. And it's probably my reaction is depending on who is criticizing. Like, the reaction could be something of, like, I'm disappointed in myself if someone criticizes me that I value. But if it's someone I don't value, then I could just get upset that they're criticizing me and I'm yeah. like how dare you or who are you and that kind of thing so yeah. yeah I always love it and by love I mean absolutely hate it when there's someone on the internet in a comment section or wherever it is saying something very mean yeah. about you mm. and they're like it's just my opinion right I, or, or you can't take criticism it's like uh -huh. you're not it's not criticism or constructive criticism you're just being like this person is dumb <laughs> or this person apple. is not funny it's oh like, yeah I actually like been doing this for as, as long as we've been doing this. I finally got like one of the first lines of constructive criticism in a comment on a YouTube video I was in 
which was, it was on the Off Topic episode I was on, and oh, I yeah. never read the comments. For some reason, I went to the comments on that episode. Should Ooh. not have. Um, but anyways, I finally got down to a point where someone's like, they said that my uh, temperament on that episode was, they enjoyed, and it was different from my usual temperament because they felt like I was being less try hard about like any humor or anything like that. Anyway, I can't remember the exact phrasing, but it was one of those times they, they complimented and constructively criticized me at the same time. I was like, thank you, do this more, do this more. Tell me like yeah. nice things like that that I can do to improve. Don't just be like, ah, fuck this guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you read comments? Um, not really. No? no. I, I read more tweets. I'd say with YouTube comments, I read the, the first five minutes, five to 10 minutes, and then after that, I, I don't. It's all the same after that. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. I read the top like five, and then I'm like, oh, that's good enough. Stuff <laughs> kind of percolates to the top. Of yeah, the that's usually anyways. what the, the top comments usually reflect what everyone thinks about the video anyway, so. Yeah, yeah it's very true. Mm -hmm. All right, Miss. Do you read YouTube comments? I used to read them religiously. Yeah. Oh, really? And now I, I, I do no. the same thing as you. I yeah. read like the first couple ones, and then I'm like, okay. I, I used to. I used to reply to every single comment. What? Yeah, I think I did that up until like 50k subs, and oh then I like, I, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that would be a full-time job at that point. Yeah, exactly. Hire an intern to do it for there you, you on your behalf. All right, let's get L going with the questions. Oh, okay. L, have you ever entered into a relationship out of depression? No. Or desperation. Never been in a relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine you are walking down the street at night and hear a cry for help. What would you do? Um, like, walk away. <laughs> I'm too true. scared. True, true. How important is it to be able to agree to disagree? Important. Agreed. Uh, Good answer. <laughs> if your 18-year-old daughter or son decided to work as a high-class uh-oh. High-class escort to pay their university tuition, what would you do? My son or daughter? If you had an 18-year-old son or daughter. I, I'd say, I pay for you. <laughs> Don't do that. I'll cover what you. If you couldn't, what if you didn't have the means and they want to be I'd an be escort? Like, uh, no. <laughs> no, sorry. That's a good answer. Anything else? A stripper, maybe. Agree yeah. to disagree. Makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. And then we'll do one more. Which are you better at remembering, names or faces? Um, I think... Oh, I'm bad at both. Okay. But I'm going to say uh, faces. Faces? Yes. Same. I can't remember names for oh, the yeah. fucking yeah. Out, like, oh, yeah. at all. Even if I tried. I looked it up. There's something called anomia aphasia, which I think I might have, which is literally my brain just forgets names. Not even just like, oh, an acquaintance. Like, I forget the names of people that I've known for a while. Really? Like, there'll be moments where I'll just be like, no, I can't remember this person's name. Uh, Giselle who literally took over my job of running the design department, like yeah. worked with her plenty times, one day my brain just forgot her name. <laughs> that happens to me sometimes, especially like over in the animation department, people I've met a thousand times, mm -hmm. and they're just like, hey Barbara, how are you? And I'm like, hey you, <laughs> so good to see you. And it's like, I know this person's name. Yeah. I've mm -hmm. met them a thousand times, but I just like for some reason can't get it in there. All right, it happens. Meryl. It happens, you know. You ready to go? Let's do it. Mariel. Do you attempt to conserve water, energy, or other resources during your everyday life? I do. I was actually uh, opened a window this morning instead of turning on my bedroom light. Wow, so. what a goddess! Yeah, basically. Uh, how Love do you feel? Outdoor. How do you feel about having a joint <laughs> bank account in a long-term relationship? Hell, fucking no. Good choice. <laughs> Are you friends with mostly men or mostly women? Uh, mostly women. Would you still work if you won the lottery? Yes. Hypothetically, if the lack of either wouldn't affect your health, which would you give up: sex or sleep? Oh. oh, I love to sleep so much. But if it would really? affect your that... health. 
Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to keep my opinion to myself. <laughs> I guess I have to give one up. Uh -huh. I guess it would be sleep. Yeah. That's such an easy answer for me. <laughs> Do you know how productive you could be if you didn't have to sleep? Yeah. yeah. I love sleep so much. I, I think it's because like we crave it. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't sleep well, so when I do sleep, it's like the best thing in the world. Do you, are you like me where you actually like get excited about going to sleep? Uh, sometimes. I, I, we've talked about this a lot, but like I'm the most anxious when I'm like in bed at night before bed. Uh, but now I've like, you know, I have my coping mechanisms that help mm -hmm. me out and I watch a lot of sitcoms before bed, so that excites me. That helps me. And then <laughs> I just well. pass the fuck out. I get so excited when I'm like starting to do the whole burrito in bed thing or you like get all cozied up and you have like the pillows just right and you're just like this is the best feeling in the fucking world right now and I'm gonna sleep and it's gonna be amazing. Do you look at your phone or you just like get into bed go to sleep? I look at my phone like maybe a half hour before I plan to sleep and then after that I stop. And you're in bed already? Yeah Over sometimes years. we'll watch something on TV or whatnot. You have Listen, a TV room? Like phone. I have to watch like videos for a bit. And yeah. then... On your phone? Yeah. Just laying I there? I go from the computer to the phone. <laughs> yep. Like then that's like when I'm on my bed and on my phone, and then when I really, like my eyes are like half open, that's when I turn it off and then it, it just instant. Do you oh, have okay. one of those um, uh, wireless chargers where you just <sighs> place your phone? Because no. that is the best when you're like half asleep and you just want to like put your phone there, <laughs> or you don't have to like fiddle. Oh yeah, fiddle, it. it's the worst. Yeah, and then if you could just place it essentially on a wireless charger and you're like, wow. What a first world problem. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is really the worst. I have to plug in my phone oh. before I go to bed. Oh, oh I got to stretch over. I'm already so comfy. Yeah. Uh, all right, Barbara, and go. Oh, that's she has to do it. Yeah, if you were driving and suddenly noticed that the car behind you was a police car, how would you feel? Nervous. Yeah. How do you feel about age differences in relationships? Um, as long as it's legal. Okay. And people have the same mindset. Okay. If you could erase any pain from your past and substitute those moments with happiness, would you? Mm, I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> would you dump someone simply because they weren't good at boning? Yes. Whoa. It's, impo it's important. Wow. It's an important part of Whoa. a relationship. Whoa. You can just get, you can get it. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'll keep my my my, my opinion what? to myself. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say you just get a substitute. Yeah, but like intimacy. There are other there are other things. You still want to be able to be intimate with that person. Sure, but if they're bad at boning and you want to have good boning, then there's other solutions. That's true. Okay, I guess it depends on like what relationship. How, like how emotionally invested you are. In the yeah, like if it's oh with sure, a if you're just like, started, but like if Trevor tomorrow just stopped. Oh. <laughs> Being good or being able to have sex, would that end the relationship? Absolutely not. No, it wouldn't. I don't think anything would end this relationship. Oh, okay. Aww. Well, that's just <laughs> fine. Aww. Unless someone did something terrible to the other person, which uh, wouldn't happen. But um, the age difference thing is interesting because I was thinking about this the other day because I was watching a TV show where the woman was 35 and the guy she was dating was 24. Okay. And I was like, that's a significant age difference and they were no. talking about wanting to have kids and she, she could only really have kids for the next like maybe five ten years yeah. max yeah and he's like yeah i'm not ready to have kids for at least another like 10 15 years jesus and it's like well that, yeah that's that not lining up on what right. your like plans are do you know that i think it's after 30 if you have a kid after 30 it's considered a geriatric pregnancy 
What? Yeah. A, ger what? a geriatric pregnancy. Someone Google it. Well, I have uh, a month and a half. Yeah. You, 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 <laughs> Shit. You're going to have a geriatric... <laughs> someone <laughs> wanted a baby. Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, uh, someone told me that the other day, and I was like, that's fucking rude as hell. Yeah. That, I don't like that term. Geriatric. What does that mean? Like it means like, like geriatric old. is like a senior term. Yeah. Oh, like just gotcha. basically. And what age was it? 30. thirty over thirty, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. That's because because women are just useless after thirty. Basically. Okay. Gotcha. Just, just letting so you know. know. Just yeah. letting you know. You. Women you got, are useless you've got, after you've thirty. Got some I got time. time. I'm in my prime. Thank you very much. 30, oh yeah. Three. Four. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. I'm old. Yeah. Well, you're a man. So. Wait, how old are you two? Twenty-seven. I'm 29. You are the 30. youngest person we've ever had on this show. Oh, really? Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, wow. we, actually, we actually made you a banner. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I actually thought there was one. I was like, oh, yeah. She got her yeah. name in chalk on the yeah. thing. That's yeah. good enough. Yeah. Close enough. I never had my name in chalk on the <laughs> Well, you also haven't been on since we got the chalkboard. All right. Sure. So maybe one day. I'm on. Where's, Next. where's John? I can get John here to put my name on the chalkboard. <laughs> John. John, get over here. <laughs> All right. Well, before we move on. I would like to say thank you to Third Love for sponsoring this episode of Always Open. Um, I have a few Third Love bras, and they fit better than any bra I've ever had. They are super soft, super comfortable. I'm wearing one right now. Wearing one right now. <laughs> um, I am too. They go with like basically everything. They come in all different colors, and they also are customized to your specific shape. Um, a lot of bras just have kind of generic sizing and whatnot. This is very much great fit, great feel. Uh, Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. They offer more than 70 sizes, so that's 7-0, including their signature half cup sizes. Third Love is super convenient. Find your fit in 60 seconds online, order and try it on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. Third Love has an awesome fit finder quiz. You answer a few simple questions to find the perfect fit. It takes less than a minute and Third Love helps you identify your breast size and shape and find styles that fit your body. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, just return it, and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. They are hands down the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering our viewers 15% off their first order. Just go to thirdlove.com always. Now, to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase, that's thirdlove.com always for 15% off today. Thank you, Third Love. We love you. Perfect. Yay. I have a confession about bras. bras to make. Oh. What, John? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell um, us. So at the ripe old age I am, and someone who I consider not a complete idiot, I am, I am sad to say that I just recently figured out what the numbers and letters on bra sizes are. I didn't oh. know. I never looked into, like, why there was a number and a letter next so to So someone other. was like a 34B, you'd be like, yeah. what does that mean? I was, I was playing Jackbox, and I was playing a trivia game on there, and it was like, it was, the question was like, what's the average bra size of like Americans, whatever. And so I threw in a, a, a guess, but I was like, I actually don't know why there's a number and letter. Now I know why. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the circumference of the lady, essentially, and then the cup size. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the, yeah, the letters are the cup size. Yeah. What is the average? It was something like... 36C. It was like 34D. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, something like that. I think nice. I, if, if I remember. <laughs> yeah? Are, are, it, yeah? Is, I don't even know, like, I don't even know what that, I, I couldn't even give you a... a, it's, a, good, a it's a good. Good handful? Nice handful, yeah. It's a good handful. I mean, depending on the hand. What am I? That's true. You're probably like probably a, a triple A. Oh, I don't know about <laughs> what? that. What? I got some titties. It's being okay, very maybe, nice. Maybe an A. 
or a double A? I don't know. I don't even know why I'm being upset about that. I don't know what it, it just, It's confusing because with A, um, A is small, but double A is smaller than A. Oh, is really? it really? Triple A is smaller. But I didn't know. I don't work that way. No, it goes, it goes the opposite. So it's like triple A, double A, A, B, C, is there double B? D, double D, triple D. Yeah. So there's no double B, no double C's. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck came up with this system? Then you just go up to C's. That's uh, a lot of broad talk, you guys. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> let's, let's move on from broad talk. Sure, why not? Broad For now. We'll bring it back sometime. Um, all right. Let's ask y'all a question. Let's go ask for it. it. Uh, have you ever come close to quitting the entertainment industry? This question was submitted by Jess T. Well, uh, you have an interesting story and that um, we wanted to talk about mm -hmm. is that you were very public with being like burnt out on YouTube and being like, yeah, yeah, super vulnerable about. How long ago was that? A year. Wow. Yeah, like legit one year. Like yeah. from today. Yeah. Happy anniversary! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> from we brought you a banner. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that. What was that like? Yeah. Um, uh, it was crazy. Um, um, so basically, I've had a crazy like two years, I guess now, on YouTube, and um, Is that when things really started to take off. It really started to blow up, and um, it was one of my videos went viral. And it was my coming out video, and after that, the, the numbers. That was started. my first video I ever saw of you. Yeah, yeah, like that one, like really blew up, and that's when like other big creators started noticing me. Like Casey Neistat made a whole video like talking about me, and oh, then, wow. so like I was just getting a lot of attention, and I felt opportunities were coming in. And I kept on saying yes because I was like, I've never been given these opportunities, and this is yeah, what like, I want to do. Want to take it while it. Yeah, it's here. it was my childhood, like middle school childhood dream, like grade five and six, like that's what I wanted to do, um, YouTuber. And so it was just like, everything was, every week I would be traveling, I would not never be home, I was still making videos, and my videos take a long time to make. Yeah. Um, they're very intense, they're a little. They're cinematic. You if, put a lot if, if I'm going to put a word on yeah. it, it's, yeah. it's very cinematic. Yeah. Like, I hate how good your videos <laughs> are. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and, and I do do it all by myself, and I, I can't give my give it to someone else to do. Um, I'm a bit controlling that way. And so it was just all started adding up, and um, it was just like boiling, and um, I was started experiencing panic attacks, and I never experienced that before because oh, really? I, I went on a tour, and I experienced it on tour. I was doing meet and greets and conventions, and everything was just like piling, 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 and eventually I like broke, and I had a very public breakdown. Um, and of that, I just remember that day being very, very bad. Where I, were you? I was oh, home. Okay. I was just after, it was after a convention, I got home, and um, you know, uh, there was a bit of like substance abuse there, and um, uh, and I just remember my body, like, I don't, I, I, I feel like I blacked out. Because I just remember at the afternoon, because it was in the morning, it was like 9 a.m. when everything happened, and then uh, nighttime, uh, like uh, around 5 p.m., um, like my body had physical reactions. Like oh I had burst blood vessels in my eyes and like rashes everywhere. And so like, it was at that point, like, like I remember everyone, people were, because I was home alone, and everyone like left school, left work, like everyone, because I wasn't answering, and it was just like a real that day, like, it's like probably the scariest day of my life. Sure. And so that, especially panic attacks, like they could feel legit, like heart attacks. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, like, you're I felt dying. like I was dying. Yeah. Um, and um, that's when um, my manager, my family had a talk, and we can't. I had still had tour left because we were doing meet and greet tours, wow. and I canceled those. I canceled um, a couple events I was supposed to go to, um, and that's when we like started having conversations about 
like what needs to happen now for this for my mental health to like recover from that and um, and that around that time I, I I tend to make videos about you know what's going on in my life um, sometimes it's like my life's really happy and so I make a happy video um, but like that was the only thing in my mind so I made a vi video called burnt out at 19 and uh, that's then like now that's what yeah. I kind of talk about a lot now yeah I'm sure that was very helpful for a lot of people because um, I mean even growing up watching online content creators you never really think like oh it's so easy and it's like a, such a nice happy life and we get to see the best of these people like almost their highlight reel mm -hmm. as a lot of people talk about with social media and for you to be so transparent about like hey it's like overwhelming yeah and like sometimes you just need a break yeah, yeah. and hopefully people understood no it was too hard it was, on you no, it was very positive Good. and i do think i do think a lot of uh and like I grew up watching YouTubers, and I've seen like many YouTubers say, like, "I need to get a break." Yeah. But you never really truly understand why they said, "I'm tired. I, I need a break." Um, and I think what was, I think what resonated with people is that I was, I maybe it was a little too transparent, but like I put in like my breakdowns. Like I, like I had like voice notes I sent to my friends when I was um, having a panic attack, and I, so I think having like true transparency um, is something that I know other, a lot of creators like reached out to me after and was like thank you for doing that yeah um, and I know like I ca can't even describe how many other youtubers or just like people in the industry who reached out and were like I experienced the exact same thing um, it just says a lot about this industry and like what it does to someone's mental health absolutely yeah. and like, people just like doing all they can to disguise that feeling yeah to just put on a happy face and just this vis like this image of themselves. Mm -hmm. yeah, Game Grumps recently came out with a video where they, it was just simply a video of them saying they were toning down their schedule. Like, really? It wasn't them stopping, it was just them saying we need to do less videos. Yeah. And that was like a revolutionary video someone could put up of like, I'm gonna be doing less, especially like in the Let's Play community. Right. And YouTube in general, it's like you either upload consistently or you don't, yeah. you know, survive. It's, it's scary though, yeah, because a lot of creators, even like personally with Rooster Teeth, you always think that if you're not around for a certain period of time, you'll you'll become irrelevant, yeah. or people will forget right. about you. Um, and even with like stuff we do here, I'm like, oh, if I'm not on a podcast this week, like, are people gonna forget that I exist or right. whatever it is? Um, and I'm sure it's even more intense when you're the sole creator of a channel and like what you do, and it's like. I'm basically yeah. responsible for my success mm -hmm. and the people who watch my stuff and just to like, I, I can't even imagine. No, 100%, and I think that's um, the same for like a lot of YouTubers um, because like, if you put yourself online and you're making videos, you want people to like you. Yeah. And so like your biggest fear is people not liking you anymore, especially if you get a taste of it. Yeah. It's like, it's like you don't want that to go away. Yeah, exactly. It's like a bit of a drug almost. Oh, Thank yeah. you, sir. You're so Thanks, Texas. Texas is our drug. His love, his love is my drug. I'm very addictive. Uh, <laughs> when you decided to, well, I have I guess kind of two questions. When you decided to put out your coming out video, like how much did you hesitate for that? Like, I mean, that's like a huge thing. Yeah, I think it was more because my coming out video was a way of coming out to a lot of my family and friends. Oh, really? So that's like the first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm very bad with vulnerability face like one-on-one -on -one, face to face we have a question about vulnerability later <laughs> yeah. on the show that we could dive more i'll talk more on that later yeah For but sure. um so um I, it was kind of my way of like cheating the system like being vulnerable without having to be really vulnerable yeah. and so um it was just like months of like 
when I finally realized, because I had this crush on this girl, and I was like, when I accepted it as a crush, I'm like, oh my god, now I'm confused about like my sexuality, and I was just like, very much, um, like, I, 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 I think I, for those few months, I cried every second night, because oh. I was just so scared. Um, I had, I'm not to say like, no one in my family is like homophobic or anything, and like, and also in like Ottawa, but like, it's just like, it's not very common. Sure. It's still yeah. a bit like, oh, that person's gay? Yeah. Or that person's bi? It's, it's, a, it's still something that like people feel the need to mm -hmm. yeah. dwell on or point out. Or exactly. It's not a norm. Right. And so that's what I was scared of. And, um, and so I think when I finally came to terms, I'm very impulsive. So when I finally was like bisexual, that's what I am, um, I said, okay, I'm going to make a video. And so the video <laughs> came out a week, a week after. That's oh, fantastic. Wow. Your video meant so much to me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it did. Thank you. I'm bi as well, and I was, and I was still in the closet at that time, mm -hmm. and what, and was for quite a while after that. But it was like videos like that, like yours and other people that I was like, that looks so fun. That looks <laughs> yeah. nice. That look, that'd be nice to be that someday, and yeah. it, it eventually came. But yeah, your video yeah, only, meant a lot to me. Only recently, you like fully. Yeah, I had, to, I had to come out to my family because of something that I don't want to talk about. But yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Um, been very open to the community and, and the yeah. company or like that for quite a while. But yeah, um, yeah, that happened. Mm -hmm. And then the the burnt out at nineteen. What when you? Because I'm <sighs> yeah. Sir, you were still going through like the heavy parts of all that while also yeah. That was video. the the coming out video before that? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it okay. was like that was like November twenty seventeen and. Burnt out was last year, May last gotcha. year. Um, so basically, I had a, a commitment, uh, Bufferfest LA. Um, it was like you premiere a video, and um, I I hadn't canceled that one. And I um, in the, actually in the video, there's a, a hotel room scene where you hear voice notes of like me like full on like breaking down. Wow. And that was four days before I premiered it. Jeez. And so it was just very the burnt much burnt out video. Yeah. So oh, it's wow. just very much like okay, this is like. Because videos for me, it's like very therapeutic. It's way, it's like a diary entry. It's a way of getting my feelings out. Yeah. But I just share it with everyone. Uh, <laughs> that's the only difference. Kind of like this show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so um, it was, it was more of like um, I needed to make a video, so I had to put something out, had something ready for the festival, and um, a mixture of like that's what I wanted to talk about. Because also I had my breakdown. Uh, I had posted this very public breakdown video of just like very raw me yelling and like f clearly in distress yeah. um, and then deleted it and then like it, I went, my manager like tweeted off my account being like, Alice taking a break, um, spending time with family and friends. So like I, f I feel like I owed everyone like mm -hmm. at least like somewhat of an explanation just sure. to tell them like I'm okay, I'm working on it. Um, so yeah, that's what I, why I posted that video. So what made you decide to come back? Cause like, was there a time in there where you're like, maybe I'm just gonna quit altogether and like I, this is? Yeah, I have periods like that. I'm still not gonna lie. I like every when I'm making videos, every time I make a video, I'm like, I, I have a moment where I go, I'm gonna quit. I can't do this anymore. It's just cause of how badly it affects my mental health. Like I, I can't even explain. It. It's like I'm two different people. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I'm like pretty relaxed. And I'm not making a main channel video, but when I am a main channel video, it's like. A whole different person. Uh, it's like they're the worst person in the world. <laughs> so it's just like clearly not okay. Right. Um, and so I've been trying to, I feel like I'm like, I'm a, I just got a therapist. So like I'm really trying to work on it because I do love making videos. I can't see myself doing anything else. Like I'd still be in the entertainment industry. And so that's why I decided I had to come back because like 
I think I would truly be unhappy in any other profession as well. Yeah. So it's just trying to find a way to make this a sustainable career for my mental health. It's all about learning what works for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What about you guys? Ever considered quitting? Uh, I don't think I'm going to do it for my entire life. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to go to grad school eventually. Like, I've always kind of thought about that. We'll do something like, more like business or finance? Yeah, yeah. Um, something like that. Meryl's all about love finance. Money. Really? Uh, money. If you want to talk money, dude, let me know. Get my I'm number. the worst. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fly out to Ottawa, we'll build a budget, it'll be tight. Yeah, it'll be my uh, first time in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be my first time in Canada. I yeah. spent it doing finance. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, this is, a, I love what we do, and, and I, I've always said I kind of fell into, um, this gig, like being on camera and doing all that stuff was never something I aspired to. It just, I'm very lucky that it happened for me. I think but, a lot of people uh, here, that's kind of, oh yeah, like none, none of us are. Right, we all still have performer. jobs. Well, <laughs> you used to do like I had performing musical back before, yeah. yeah, but like a lot of us didn't come in to be yeah. on camera. I was or, kind of a theater kid and whatnot, but yeah. like, it, I, you know, if anything, I liked the stagehand more aspect of it more. But anyway, um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, you know, if I were to leave Rooster Teeth, like, I don't know, I wouldn't go and start my own thing, probably. I would you wouldn't, just, like, go still into entertainment, you think? Like, I mean, I might, I might go and, like, work for, you know, maybe a bigger company that's doing kind of stuff like that, or, like, I don't know, or just, like, retire to the uh, wood, the woods <laughs> and, like, live with my commune of lesbians yeah. and, <laughs> and a bunch of chickens. Hell yeah. That'd be baller. So, I don't know. I mean, I, it's, it's something that, like, I, I try not to think about those kinds of things because that's what sends me into like a panic. Yeah. Um, so instead, I'm just like, well, I'm gonna do what I can today and like yeah. for the week. <laughs> I feel like living in the moment is one of the best things you could do for your oh, mental yeah. health. Of just like, this is my situation right now. This is what I'm gonna focus on and not worry about what I'm gonna yeah. do tomorrow so or what's gonna happen tomorrow or yeah. what happened yesterday. It's like this is today. Yeah. That's it. <clears throat> yeah. But that. Easier said than done, but yeah, yeah I oh, agree sure. with you 100%. For oh, sure. Yeah. That's, I mean, I get anxiety, and that's always because I'm thinking about possibilities of what yeah. could happen in this yeah. situation or that situation. Okay. What about you? Um, I've definitely considered it, never seriously enough. It's only been on very bad mental health days for me, or just like days where a show comes out and the comments are particularly negative, mm -hmm. or just like cut really deep into my self-esteem, like calling me not funny or that I shouldn't be here or that I don't deserve to be here, stuff like that. I yeah. apologize for those comments, right? You <laughs> yeah, it's all John ghostwriting them. Um, but there's been a, a lot of times in my head where I'm just like, man, like if I could just work at a job where I didn't have Twitter or, or Instagram yeah. and like never, I was just gone from social media and I was just anonymous and would I like that more than this kind of life that I have here? I it's also not important involved. to note that, I mean, you know, those kind of worries can happen regardless of like any situation. Yeah, you know? and we actually talked about this at dinner a little bit last night, but how like the grass is always greener Oh yeah. on the other side. And like, there's definitely been many times where I'm just like, I wonder what, if I'd be happier in that situation or like less anxious or anything, but then most days, 99% of days, I'm just like, I love what I do. I love being able to do this and to talk to an audience and have any type of influence on people's happiness or entertainment or whatever it is. And it's yeah. like, I feel very blessed to be 
able to do that. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> hashtag pause. Oh, God, no. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag shut the fuck up. Please stop. Please stop. She's tormenting me with my own words. I got yeah. very drunk and just started screaming hashtag. <laughs> but, I, but no, I don't think I've ever like come close to thinking like, I'm done with this. Yeah. It's just been like, man, I'm frustrated today with being in this position and like. Being so public. Yeah. I think that's it's a public thing. Yeah. Especially when, I mean, we, we don't talk about a lot of scary things that happen with people who are online personalities, but you know, there's some scary people out there who mm -hmm. do bad things to people and, and the boundaries between yep. online creators and people that you might feel closer to or whatever it is, it's always a scary thing, especially when you're a female in this industry. So, or I mean, anybody really. Yeah. And that has definitely given me a lot of anxiety mm -hmm. over the last couple of years, but ultimately it's like, you gotta think of the positives, yeah. the benefits of what you're doing. I had a real reflective moment uh, when uh, I was sitting in my bedroom with my then girlfriend, and we were watching uh, Bo Burnham's uh, special, uh, Make Happy. Love it. And at the very end of it, he obviously ends with his big finale song, Roaring Applause, and then goes backstage and they do this quick transition into him being in a small room, mm -hmm. and he plays one final song, um, and combination of that song and also his kind of lasting message in the finale he does where he said some line along the lines of if you can live, it's when he got, he had the lights come up in the audience and got really, you know, in the audience's face and said, if you can live your life without an audience, do. And that, and at the moment, you know, I was near, you know, the peak of doing what I was doing here and that just like, it was like literally saying it to me. <laughs> And John, I, and if I, you can, <laughs> do. it was it was pseudo frustrating because I was sitting next to again my then girlfriend who was not from this kind of world at all and very much uh, strange this kind of thing, and I was trying to explain to her how much this was affecting me and how this much this was making me, you know, think about you know my future my decisions and she, it was just going right over her like that, but that like that kind of end of his show and his challenge and even his own like. That was his own therapy he was doing for himself with that production. It did make me think about this because there is a level of like, there's the good and there's the bad of the audience. Mm -hmm, you know, right. the audience obviously has attention and validation and, and people liking you and everything like that. But then there's also the audience that is judging and, and making you question yourself and that kind of thing at all yep. times. So, yeah, I've had, that was, that was a very prominent reflective moment. I've had other moments where I just kind of wonder like how much this is, I, not even wonder, I know how much this is affecting my mental health and I'm constantly trying to reassess that and uh, taking inventory of my coping mechanisms and that kind of thing and, and reassessing what I need to do. Even recently, I went, uh, last night, went on a walk and I hadn't gone on a walk for quite a while because I'm always so busy, I don't just go for walks, but went on a walk and just kind of trying to spend the time thinking about what I need to do coming up with some of like um, some recent issues I've been having with you know self-image problems and um, uh, some self-hate problems I've been having and that kind of thing and really just having kind of a, a meeting of one of what I need to do to make good choices in that direction. It's a very interesting situation where every almost every aspect of your life is like under a magnifying glass. Oh, for sure. As much yeah. as you allow it to be. As much as you uh, yeah. allow it to be. As sure. much as you put out there. And we put out there so much. Which, and, and I mean. Your videos are a great example of you putting out there almost everything, it seems. Yeah. It's, all, it's all, I mean, I, I can only speak personally, but it's all for wanting to be able to connect with people 
and also just like entertain people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a mix between the two of like, you want to be able to find a connection between you and your audience, but also still be like, I'm a person who's here to entertain and to hopefully bring some type of positive emotion to you through our content. Great. Um, but with that comes the terrible scrutiny that yeah. <laughs> like yeah. online entertainers have to deal with, yeah. or any entertainer. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm glad that we're all here and haven't quit. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, let's Not move on to the, anyway. to the next question, which we kind of touched on right before. Uh, this one comes from Mariana J. What are the upsides and or downsides to being vulnerable? It's interesting that you you kind of follow this path of like, because I feel like I'm very much the same way. It is hard for me to communicate in person to someone, but I communicate to the internet all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I I will come on here and talk on this show about like the issues that I'm having before I'll actually like call out that person and be like, oh, like this is what I'm going through or whatnot, you know. So it's it's. Uh, you seem to be similar in that. Yeah, no, for mm -hmm. sure. I mean, there's some, there's, I don't know. It's pretty, pros and cons are pretty <laughs> equal for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like for pros, like being, I've learned being more vulnerable, um, it can help you grow f a lot yeah. more. And also like, usually if you're being vulnerable, you're being vulnerable about an issue you have. Yeah. And usually like being vulnerable to other people, they help you with that. And so like, it's just all about getting help, I think. And For that's sure. like probably the. M I just had a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me all the time on the oh show. Where I'm talking? Go, I'll be talking and I'll be like, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to make a point. What is my point? Yeah. 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 All the time. Happens all the time. But being vulnerable allows you to get help. Otherwise, yeah. people cannot know what it is that you need help with. Right. Yeah. But to be fair, is it being vulnerable online or is it being vulnerable in I think in general. In general? In general. Yeah. yeah, vulnerable to bullets um, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be very. <laughs> Well, I am, for sure. But yeah, because you, you, like, you know, you just said you were very public about, like, feeling burnt out and, like, you were posting these voice notes and, like, showing a very, like, raw side of you that yeah. I, I imagine even just doing that is probably scary in itself. Yeah. I At the time, I didn't. I, I don't know what it is, but I don't f find it scary. Just yeah. I just feel like I, I'm voicing what I think, and, and usually I have someone around me if I... Shouldn't post something. Okay. Yeah, like <laughs> take this part out. Uh, uh, I was gonna say because being vulnerable, I find most of my being vulnerable cons are about it being public. Yeah, yeah. it's just like because if you're being so raw and vulnerable online, people think they know everything. Yeah, and then they have opinions, and then they even if like you post like five other videos, they notice something in this this other video like oh, I don't think I was doing well because of A, B, and C. Like, right. it's just like the like, microscope thing. That, that's the biggest con for me. But I, I don't know what it would be if just one-on-one, -on -one, like, what, what a con would be. Yeah. Yeah. I think with vulnerability, it's really interesting because growing up, I always had this issue of worrying about what people thought of me. And I mean... Yeah. But now you don't. <laughs> you got over that, right? I do in a different sense. So I was actually talking um, with a friend of mine about this, where I don't give a fuck anymore about what people care about me if I don't know them. Mm. Like, who cares what someone on the street thinks of my outfit? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. But if there's someone I know personally, <sighs> let's say it's like a friend of mine's girlfriend or this guy I work with or whoever it is, and they don't like me, 
I need to know why. Yeah. Oh my God. And I yeah. need to fix it. <laughs> Do that and look straight to your camera. Why don't you like me? I'm a nice person, okay? You're I'll be your friend. Um, so that's like kind of surface level for me, what I care about people yeah. think of me. Yeah. But like growing up, I was always just like never popular. I never was like fashionable or cool or whatever it was. Grassy high. <gasps> You went to Degrassi High too. Everyone who's from Canada oh went to Degrassi God. High. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't wow. go to the same high school, did you? No, Degrassi oh, High. It's, What's Degrassi only... High? Wow. A, Do you not know what Degrassi is? Oh. Degrassi. There's only one high school in Canada. There's <laughs> all of Canada? Degrassi. Okay. It's funny, I didn't watch Degrassi. I didn't watch Degrassi too. Yeah. <laughs> Drake wow. was on it for like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. was he? Drake was. Jimmy. He got. Shot and he, shot uh, had to, he was paralyzed oh, in the show. Oh yeah, I remember these clips now. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. I'll come back to you. Okay. Um, but with vulnerability, I find it very interesting because um, I think there's so much power in being vulnerable. Oh, for sure. And you could find so much comfort with other people in being vulnerable. And like the people who put on that facade of like they're always fine or like nothing will get to them or whatever it is, it's like you feel like you can't connect with those people as well. Whereas, like, we're all humans. We all experience these same emotions and same confusions about life. Yeah. And just, like, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Ever. And uh, I feel like it's just such a waste when people aren't able to be vulnerable, especially with people that they're close to. It's like, yeah. open up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Open up. John. Open up, John. Yeah, I'm such a closed book. You are. No, no, nothing. You're no nothing. None of you. <laughs> No, I'm completely vulnerable with everybody here. Yeah, yeah. like as, as far as here with my friends and like that, I have no problem being vulnerable with anybody here, except for you. I'm not yeah. going to tell you anything. You're an outsider combat. right yeah. now, okay? Uh, no, uh, I, I did. I, I've, I've learned through my, my many years of age um, mm. that being vulnerable is way better than um, being closed off. Um, and it also is an, a, a path to actually deal with stuff like what you were saying, yeah. uh, as opposed to ignoring issues Absolutely. that you're having or dealing with, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, there is a degree of, of uh, people like us, which is such a silly thing to say, but people who have you know, a bit of an audience that can hear these things and come to conclusions that might not be the most accurate of, uh, of conclusions. Um, but that aside, being vulnerable with my close friends and uh, my family and that kind of thing has been yeah. Beneficial, yeah. Um, but definitely can't agree with what you said about taking maybe a little step back with it for an online audience. Yes, that yeah. might feel almost like too close. Yeah, with you, and like for everyone watching, we love our audience and and we value them. But like, there has to be a separation between yeah performers and audience, where it's like we do consider our audience friends and yeah. family and everything like that. But for example, I didn't talk to any of our community or anything like that about my divorce. Uh, I've been divorced. Uh, I've been annulled. You've been annulled? You have. What? You just reminded me about a video I watched of you yeah. eons ago. I married my sister's boyfriend for a video. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately? Like, like we Vegas, went to, Vegas? We went to Vegas. We Vegas. flew to Vegas for a day. How old were you? Uh, 19. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just got annulled like a few months ago. What? So you were <laughs> you were married. <laughs> I was married for eight months. We were like we weren't doing. It. We were just too lazy, and my mom ended up doing all the paperwork for us because I. That is so fucking it. funny. Yeah. My mom did all do the Do it for the video. Part. You would have. Yeah. Wow. That's the best. Do it for the vine. Like, <sighs> yeah. Thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That's good. Well, I I think that's 
fantastic. <laughs> I do think. Um, but I also have a warped opinion on marriage, and I do not think marriage is that of an important thing as a lot of people make it out mm -hmm. to be. Mm -hmm. um, it is in totally the end, normal mindset for someone. I, who's I, 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 well, no, because most people who get divorced, they they remarry. Like the majority of people who yeah, divorce yeah. remarry almost like immediately. If well, not, well, if I learn anything times. from Ross from Friends, it's that you just keep getting married. There you go. Um, I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, the divorce thing. I didn't tell the audience or our community about the divorce until months after it was over, like yeah. it was completed. Yeah. And so during the whole lengthy process, which was over a year long, um, I was very open with all the people around yeah. here about it. Yeah. Um, and they were my support system, everything like that. But you know, there There's was a degree where I needed close. to have, mm -hmm. I needed to deal with that on my own without an entire, you know, committee of people possibly right. giving their their yeah. opinions to me. Yeah. Same with coming out. I came out to friends way before anything with the community right. like that because yeah. there was a level of like, you know, safety. It's almost like you want to test the water. Oh yeah, for sure. Fully or you could be in. someone who just makes a video, it just comes out to everybody. That's not yeah. telling anybody. That's a that's a wonderful option. It's very much that. There's this like meme that I saw once, and it was just a girl's Facebook status. She was like, "I came out today," and it was like, uh, the first person to comment on this Facebook status is gay, and then she commented. She was like, "Hey," and she's like, "I'm gay." Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. But uh, I mean, I I remember, I. It was kind of a similar situation. That's I right, because you were closeted out, to the community for a little bit. Out, yeah, my I came out to my family or to my parents when I was 19, and it didn't go very well. And so I kind of had my separate life here in Austin, and they were back home. And so I kind of led two separate lives for a little bit, and was very, um, you know, like when I moved to Austin, I like was in a long distance relationship, and I had a roommate that I didn't tell anything like t didn't tell her about, and. Um, you know, she found out one day and I thought it was like the end of the world and she was completely fine with it. But like, I lived my life up to a certain point being mostly out. Mm -hmm. And then when I realized like, I almost felt like I had, I was like longing for connection in a certain way and mm -hmm. also felt like I was being um, just like, not deceiving, just untrue to, to myself and to yeah. the community, not knowing that, self. Um, yeah, knowing that I did have like something that people could probably relate to and something that isn't so common at Rooster Teeth now. Um, and, uh, well, it, I guess it's more common now than it was before. We got a, bu <laughs> we got a bunch of queers here. We got a bunch of queers here. We got I mean, uh, that panel at RTX is like oh, overflowing yeah. now. Oh, with, yeah. We got tons. Um, with employees. But I remember- Too I, many, I, we I, should I, have less. <laughs> we should have less. It was after uh, it was after the pulse shooting that I just I could not sleep and I felt so devastated and I didn't know how to like relate to people mm -hmm. um, and just felt like I I needed some kind of connection and so I I went on our website and I wrote like a blog entry essentially and was just like you know here's my feelings here's here's why I feel so affected by this and I never actually said like I'm gay it was mostly like these are my people I am. Like yeah. truly, truly torn up about this. Yeah. Um, and it was super scary, even though like I I was out to everyone already. But I think the scary thing for me was like, well, what if someone I know finds it? <laughs> like, sure. I live this public life on the internet that I still expect people not to know about. You yeah. Know? But then isn't there like a very freeing feeling with also being like, what if they do find out? Yeah. Now then they'll know. Oh yeah. And for like, sure. This is me. Yeah. After um, I still I think. I'm trying to remember when the the timeline is, but um, my mom ended up, you know, kind of telling a bunch of my aunts and uncles, and kind of 
make like telling them for me, which I super appreciated because it's just like sometimes it's conversation with people you don't want to have. It's like yeah. can you just assume like mm -hmm. come on, it's been twenty seven. Yeah. Let's let it yeah. go through the grapevine yeah. a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so whenever she told me, she was like, hey, you know, I, I, or she wasn't even the one who told me. A cousin of mine was like, hey, uh, your mom was went and hadn't told all the siblings and whatnot, and I was just like freaked out for like 30 seconds. Uh, and I was just like, fuck, like my aunts and uncles are super religious, like very, we're, we're Mexican, so they're very like culturally like, you know, um, kind of stuck in that. And so I was just like, well, I'm never gonna see them again. And then instantly started getting like text messages from my aunts and uncles, just like, hey, like not even like, hey, we heard the news or anything, just like, hey, thinking of you, love you today. Like, you know, and I was just like, fuck. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's, it was freeing, but it's also like super scary. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, That's one of the beautiful things though about vulnerability is like you never know who you could affect by oh, yeah. be, by being open about something. Oh yeah, like that. I mean, because I mean, just statistically, there's going to be hundreds, if not thousands, of people who are just like, I too am like this, or have this problem, or this experience, and now knowing that someone else is sharing that with me, it makes me feel so much more comfortable. Yeah, I'm curious about one thing. So I watched a video you did recently because you, Barb said you're going to be on, so I wanted to see some of the stuff you've done recently because I didn't watch your videos in a while. And you had one about your health that you did recently mm -hmm. that you were pretty honest about it, and it wasn't it was an unconventional, uh, you know health video as opposed to just saying like, this is how I lost weight or this is that kind of thing. Yeah. It was actually very honest and, and, and raw. I'm curious, what was your reaction you got from people from that? That one got a little backlash. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one definitely got a big backlash. What, what kind, like just for people um, who haven't seen the video. Um, uh, basically, uh, I have lost a, a good amount of weight and people are started, people started to notice, um, this was around last year-ish, um, actually like, June, July last year, uh, that's when it started, and then August it hit, like I had lost, I think from June to August, around 40 to 50 pounds. Jeez. Whoa. Wow. And people have noticed how fast that was, course, and yeah. obviously. And especially with health, everyone has an opinion. Yes, right. yeah. <laughs> and, and so people like were like, again, jumping to conclusions, people were like, oh, Elle's going, bad mental health, well, actually, which is accurate. So they made fair, a fair <laughs> assumption. Um, you got this one, okay? You did get this one, okay? Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, oh, Lord. Um, but it was just mostly be, being in front of the camera and um, seeing myself in conventions and stuff and not liking how I looked. And sure. it was about a lot of self-image stuff. And so um, I, st had, I stopped eating, basically, and I was um, really struggling with that. And then, like, going, like, I. I, this is the problem. I was I had to go through so many edits of that video. I said to so many people to practice my wording and mm -hmm. trying. I wanted to be honest, but also didn't want to promote it because I did lose the weight, right? Yeah. So like, and this is the problem because I started off healthy and then it just like slowly I started taking out food and taking out more food and so like it just became an an, an unhealthy obsession. Yeah. And so that's where I struggled with because I know it's a very touchy subject and I wanted to word it properly and. You know, for the most part, it was pretty good, um, and I, a lot of people um, um, like resonated with it. And I feel like a lot of people have gone through some, some, something sure. similar. Um, but obviously, I think with anything I post, it's just anything like extremely vulnerable. You're gonna get a little bit of negative opinions. Yeah, oh, or sure. just opinions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't like click on any of them, but you know, when you watch a YouTube video, it gives you like suggestions, and I did see a few thumbnails of people like. YouTubers who are responding to your thing. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I ain't even gonna hate click this thumbnail. Yeah. Like, mm -mm. like I can see the facial expression they're making in this thumbnail. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like one of those things where so many people in the world deal with 
eating issues and health mm -hmm. issues and stuff like that, but for people like you, it's under a microscope. Yeah. It's yeah. like, this is something that people are gonna notice and wanna talk about and wanna know about because it's, there's so much in the public eye that yeah. it's just a curiosity. And it's like, right now I've been like, like working with a personal trainer and trying to do it this the healthy way. You've right? also been eating very healthy as we talked yes. over last night. <laughs> I know, we tried to get you to eat some queso. Yeah, we yeah. went to Kirby Lane, tried to get you some Kirby queso. Don't, don't pressure the person's trying to be well, healthy to eat bad uh -huh. melted we cheese stuff. We, we, were, we were okay about it, right? No, yeah, no. We're like, we we'll, we'll order it. If you don't want it, don't eat it. And yeah, we ate all we of it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Meryl wanted it. Um, but like, yeah, so I've been like doing it really healthy and I've, I've been losing weight the healthy way, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's hard because I can't be, not be proud of it, but like I can't post it about it publicly and stuff. And like, I've tried to like do it, but then you get backlash being because of, Absolutely. of what I talked about a few months ago. Sure. And so that's where, that's where vulnerability, like and being honest and open, like that's where I like really- That's being honest yeah. about the bad things. Yeah. yeah. Like you were honest about something that you did bad or that you were not happy with yourself and that you still is an ongoing struggle. Like you even ended the video being like, I don't have a happy ending. Like yeah. this is an ongoing thing. And people want, you know, the answer yeah. and the wrap up and everything like that. So yep. yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it'll, it'll die down. <laughs> it, uh, well, I, it does. Yes. Like, it does. Time is wonderful. Yes. It just takes time. It's, yeah, it's so true. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the whole term, like it gets better. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. Because people move you actually on and people forget a, about it. I think it was a tweet that you were like, it was something about like proof it does get better after high school or something. Oh, it was yeah. Like a picture of you in high school. And then, like, oh, yeah. And that <laughs> one got backlash. Really? Um, sure. Because here's the thing of course you know, no matter, yeah. like, once you get to a certain like popularity in anything that you do, oh, I've noticed. Oh, no yeah. matter what it is, even if you're just like, I got this new shirt. <laughs> Yeah. People are gonna be like, that's fucking terrible. Like, do you know like who made that shirt or where it came yeah. from? Yeah. Yeah. No matter so what you bad. do, it's always gonna be met with criticism and love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably gotta, more love. Just gotta. There is the more love. love, but like that you just notice yeah. the negative. Yeah, you do for sure. Sometimes when I'm like trying to explain something, John will do this thing where he just. I'm like, just listening. I'm like, listening. No, you're I'm a good listening. listener, but it's also yeah. just like. Yeah. Sorry, I will. I will just. I will just no, look kidding. at my water. I'm kidding. I will just sit here. Don't look at anyone else. Sorry. Well, while you do that, let me tell you about snow. Ooh. This episode of Always Open is brought to you by Snow, and John's coughing. <laughs> Everyone wants their home to look and feel great. Luckily, Snow makes it incredibly simple. They create trend-proof, beautiful, functional pieces made for how you live. Snow makes luxury essentials for every room in your home, minus the markup. They partner directly with master craftsmen to create beautiful, simple products that are made to last. Like their super soft, award-winning sheets and fluffy duvets, or luxurious air-spun cotton towels and robes. Ooh. They also have a super durable, dishwasher-safe porcelain dinnerware and wine glasses with titanium-enforced stems. I should get some of those. Yeah. Uh, imagine all the dinner parties you could host. It's the home collection of your dreams priced for your reality. Impress your guests with the dinnerware or slip into an awesome night of sleep with their incredibly soft sheets. Can confirm, very, very comfortable, very soft. You simply can't go wrong when you choose Snow. And right now, Snow is offering our listeners $30 off your first purchase of $150 or more when you go to snowhome.com open. That's S-N-O-W-E home.com slash open to get $30 off your first order. Again, snowhome.com slash open for your special offer. Thank you, Snow. I liked the, uh, what, did, what did they say? The 
of your dreams, but price for your reality. Something yeah, like that. price for your reality. It's like the the new version of uh, being a champagne baller on a beer diet, a uh, budget. Oh yeah, <laughs> you nailed that quote. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. Very go. true. Yeah. Well, thank you, Snow. We're gonna finish up with our box of issues question. Oh yeah. You should put dry ice in there next time. Ooh, John, you're a John. genius, John. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I did it. I All contributed right. to this company for once. <laughs> All right, here's our box of issues question. This is bothering me. I have a friend that I've had a crush on since I met her two years ago. I've grown to greatly appreciate her friendship, but I have never been able to get over the crush despite trying to date other people over the years. I know she is also bi, and sometimes I've even thought maybe the feelings were returned, but I also know she has stated she doesn't date anymore when we discuss relationships other friends are in. Part of me thinks I should just confess so that at the very least I can move on, but then I worry that I'll basically be making my feelings for her a problem. Do you have any advice for how to handle this situation? You uh, kind of went through something similar, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, you had I mean, a very public too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say you're coming out. Oh yeah, didn't you? You're coming uh, out. Video follow up video or something you did? Yeah. So the reason I realized, look, the person helped. I don't know how to word that. Like, <laughs> basically, I had a crush on this girl the first time I met her. It's actually one of my closest friends now. Her name's Dodie. She's also. I love Dodie. Yeah. yeah. Her music is beautiful. Yes, it is really great. <laughs> Girl, I can't confirm. Um, no, but like that's there's also like another factor of both of us being have our own audiences, so it's just. She's like, by too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's very much like the situation. Yeah. Buys are taking over. Fuck yes. everybody. Hey. Bye bye bye. <laughs> that's what it's about. I'll let you have it. Um, <laughs> It was Sorry. kind of like an unspoken thing for a while. Like it's something like as soon as the coming out video was posted, because in the coming out video I described my crush, and it's like it's her so obvious to the yeah. T. Yeah. And um, like we never talked about it. And then I did a video where I threw her a surprise prom, and I titled the video "I Threw My Crush a Prom." And like oh okay, well that's not subtle at all. <laughs> oh no, but like we never talked about it. Like it was just <laughs> kind of a thing. Like and then like she like would ask questions like, "Do you think the girl who seen? Do you think the girl has seen the coming out video?" I go, "Ah." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, we both know, like, both of us are like, um, um and so, like, it got to, I got to the point where around February last year, I, I, I got, I was, I got over it. Yeah. Um, and things, because we became actually really good friends. Because you found out she was really terrible. Yeah, no, yeah. genuinely. <laughs> I tell her that. I'm like, I noticed your flaws. <laughs> um, You're so honest, I love it. That's actually, it's probably really true. Yeah. I noticed your flaws. Um, but I love her more, but like love her like, as a friend, friend and she, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I made a video um, uh, talking about it and yeah. talking about the crush and how it helped and like, you know, how I'm grateful that it happened because it, like, the coming out video came out of it. I was able to come to terms with my sexuality. Did she ever confront you about it? No, or? I sent her the video link. And did she ever say anything? Um, Wait, yeah, that's she, how she found. That's how she. Found. Yeah. But the whole world knew it was her. That's <laughs> how she operates. Yeah, and then the next day I posted the video online. It's called. You can watch it. It's called "Confessing My Feelings to My Crush." Gotcha. Now, um, now, now we know the um, story. But yeah, no. Um, it went really well. It went really well. It was more of us just talking about how she kind of always knew, and then mm -hmm. like, um, and just like. It's like a love fest, basically. But I, I, that's, to be fair, I think Dodie is just really great with that. And she's just an amazing friend and an yeah. amazing person. You never so know what kind of situation. I don't situation. know what situation that is. Right. So it really depends on the person. Because some people, I know for me, 
don't tell me. Yeah. I cannot. Yeah. I just do not want to deal with that. Yeah. And I, that that sucks. But like it's just that's more on me. Like my maturity level with that is not strong. And I feel like Dodie's was really strong. So it depends on what the maturity yeah. level is. I mean, she is 29. Oh, true. So, oh, yeah. Did not She's take that in. I am, bitch. Yeah. So, you know, us being <laughs> the 29-year-old women in the world, oh, yeah. very mature. No, nope. Yeah. I, I am in my <laughs> mid-30s, and I still have, like, crushes on people that I've never told them. It's just been, oh, like... Oh, 100%. Like, oh, that's really? just something... Yeah, like, there's oh, yeah. people that, like... It never like, fades. It never ends. I mean, what is this bug? There's a bug. <laughs> I don't know. No, there's, like, some people that you just get a crush on, but it's just, it's, it's like... For whatever reason, you know, it just never work out or just yeah. never connects. That Crushes kind of thing. are fun, and yeah. sometimes they fade because some, the yeah, because sometimes they are just like something that you know burns up for a little bit, and then something causes yeah. it to kind of fade away. Others, it's like, well, I, I still like that person, but like, just like anything else in life, there's a lot of things in life that you're going to come across that you want but you can't have, mm -hmm. and and crushes are that as well. Yeah, and sometimes you just have to accept that that's just something that you're not going to get, and you're going to move on to finding something else eventually. And it may not happen soon. It may not happen in two years. It may happen in years beyond that. But it is there. I think crushes are similar to anything in life where you sometimes there are things you you can't have. I, mm -hmm. Well, I think with this person, it seems like it's bothering them, like having. Then move away. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, really? really? <laughs> well, she. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Really okay? I would do that. She does mention, like, she met her two years ago, uh, and she really appreciates the friendship, but yeah. she does have this crush that hasn't gone away, and even though she's tried to date other people. Well, and I'm, that's I'm tough. like you, though. Don't tell me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, me, but I, here's the thing, when I get crushes, I need them to know, I need to get off. <laughs> Wait, so yeah. you're the opposite? But yeah, yeah, but so I don't, don't tell me, but I'm going to tell you immediately. <laughs> because I always, it sounds, it's going to sound really self-deprecating, but I know that's never, for, with all my crushes, at least thus far, I know they're never going to work out. Yeah. And so that's why I just want them to know, to get it off my chest, so it's not an elephant in the room. Yeah. And so, but you tell I, them why you still have the crush, or after you like have gotten I, over it. Usually, I just make it really obvious, and then <laughs> like uh, making a video, like making a video. Like yeah. making a video so oh my <laughs> guys, I can't even describe how like it's so bad at like meet and greets and at conventions because it always gets brought up. Of course, like, I can't. It can't escape from it. How but, could you? Yeah. Um, I, sorry. Well, this person I don't know to tell them. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's tough, but like. I feel like if for two years, if you're dealing with this, and two years is a long time. Yeah. Like yes, if you do confess your crush to them, it could, it could have multiple it, endings. It could yeah. be like, oh, I reciprocate those feelings. Let's look into this. It could be, I don't reciprocate these feelings, but I value our friendship too. So let's continue that. Mm -hmm. Or it could be, I don't reciprocate those feelings. Now I'm awkward around you. Right. Yeah. And I don't know how to continue this. Yeah. That Which is like, I feel like <laughs> probably the worst outcome. <laughs> it's you and John. You should have. <laughs> talk to me. I think if you. You need to have a game plan if you are going to confront it. Yeah. And if you would like to be the one who is going to tell the person, then be prepared and have a game plan of what you're going to do with all the options of what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Um, because, yeah, it's, it, it, it is going to change things no matter what. Yeah, That's absolutely. That's inevitable if you're going to say Otherwise, not internalize it, but learn to process it in your own time and in your own way that doesn't involve affecting this other person. That's your two options that you can take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or move away. You know, or that's just, also an just option. Just move, move to away. Ottawa, move Canada. To just move Why to not? Ottawa, Canada. <laughs> because no one's yeah. there. Exactly. I mean, I've, been, I've definitely been in this situation in, on both sides where I've had feelings for a friend and was like, well, this will just die within me because how am I going to, you know. Yeah. Um, How'd you get over your crush on me? I'm still working on it, John. Okay. Still working it on it. It gets better. Well, God, I hope so, but 
Those, that chest hair. <laughs> you know what really draws me? You know what, what Meryl loves? That mustache. Male chest hair. <laughs> Good old male chest nothing, hair and mustache. Nothing more than I love with a man with hair. <laughs> You can't even say it naturally. Love men. Love men. Love men. <laughs> men with hair. Yeah, I'm sorry, John. You're a very attractive man. Thank you. Um, you complimented my fingernails once with when I had nail polish on. It was a very meaningful moment. Oh, well, I did notice. You didn't compliment uh, my fingernails. Uh, well, you know, your, your hands are Yours great. are fine. I painted oh, them. Your fingernails are great. Two minutes before the show uh, started. <laughs> Instagram. Um, but, I, and I've... I've I know I've talked about this on the show before. One of my best friends in college, um, basically, she told me that she had feelings for me, and it was super tough because I, I, she was my. Here's the thing about the gays is that it's very incestuous. Mm. Like, one person has dated all the people, and you're all intertwined. And and for me, that was like one of my biggest uh, things that I didn't want to be a part of yeah. um, because she she was my roommate's ex girlfriend, uh. and I was just like. Even besides all the feelings, like that is like a number one deterrent for me, um, and it sucked because I, I really did like her as a, as a friend, and you know maybe there would have been something, but like for me it was just like this isn't gonna ever happen. Well, what happened to your friendship after? You uh, it was awkward. It's and it sucked for like two months, and then we got over it, and okay. now we're still really good friends. I mean now that's been years after college, and and we I actually just saw her this weekend and like stayed with her, and she's dating someone who's great, and I'm yeah. dating someone who's great, so like. It, it was scary because I did think that like the friendship was gonna end, but I think because I was the one who, like, was told that, then I you're the recipient. Yeah, I was a recipient of the news. Then yeah. I was like, okay, well, I still want this person in my life, and like, if we can handle this in a mature way, then like I think it's gonna be fine. Um, and it was, but then again, I have had it backfired. Like I did have a friend who. Um, wasn't a, everyone just likes me, you guys. I don't know. What to do. <laughs> You're a very likable person. <laughs> but uh, I did have a friend who who confessed feelings to me, and it did not go well. And mm -hmm. like that friendship ended, and it sucks. But it's it's, time, it's, it's like, all. I'm both not thinking people. about. It. I don't think anyone's ever confessed feelings for me ever. I think it's always been me coming on to someone else. I mean, it happens. It's fine. It's fine. I'm happy. I think. Yeah. Yell <laughs> about it. I, should, I feel like I. There was someone who Ooh, expressed, their, hey, spill it. expressed their interest in you. To you, maybe. It was maybe, me. yeah, maybe to me. Yeah, I'm saying to me. It was Mariel saying to oh, Barbara. Right. She did whisper in my ear. I'm sorry, but you saying the uh, the gays are all just entangled and twined just made uh -huh. me think of the Pokemon Tangela. Uh -huh. And I now I just want Tangela to be the, <laughs> the, the queer icon that we all need her to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, in this situation, I would say tell her. Yeah, personally. You go for tell her? I would say tell her, but... I would say bring smoke bombs. <laughs> Maybe Bye. do your best at saying like I, you know, I would feel better telling you this and being honest with you about how I feel, but there's no pressure in yeah. terms of like if you don't reciprocate those feelings or whatever, I still really value our friendship yes. and like Just even if slide even if you line. don't reciprocate yeah. it like I'll be okay. It might yeah. might be painful for a day or two or whatever like if we need time to take that apart, but like Ultimately, I'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the not knowing and like constantly pining can be super detrimental. Yeah, yeah. I, and that sucks. You go junior high around and just have a friend go ask. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, just <laughs> slip a note. Hey, do you like Stephanie? Give me her number. Do you yes. like Stephanie? <laughs> Circle <Hello>. yes, no <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, 
I've def- yeah, I've had crushes where I was like, I will never tell this person. Like, this is going to my grave. Yeah. Um, First, different situations, you know, like, I don't know. If And if you're, I would say if you're both single, then why not? What's, why not? what's to lose? <laughs> Except a great friendship, but. Yeah. I think if you go into it and you, with the, <laughs> with the expectations, like, this may not work out. Yeah. And may not work in the way I want it to, and you're honest and you're, like, cool with it, then. That's the best you could hope for, really. Yeah, girl. Sometimes you don't get to tell your crushes, you have crushes only. That's yeah. true. Like, it's I just haven't gotten to tell Keanu yet. Keanu? Well, uh, we actually have Keanu Fuck here. Fuck you, yes, Come Keanu. What do you mean, really, Keanu? <laughs> he's cute. He's, yeah, he's all right. Yeah. You don't get to. You don't get to decide whether or not Keanu's I can cute. Still find men attractive. Yeah, you can. I'm just kidding. Then you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Keanu needs we to outnumber you today. Oh shit. Ah, the queers. <laughs> we. <laughs> oh, and Texas. We got. Oh, yeah. we got oh my God, you've been decimated, Barbara. Get out of here. Get out of here. It's show. true. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love I love my LGBTQA plus there you go. community. Yeah. Did it. Look at you. Look at you all I was like, did I do it in the proper order? I don't even get all the letters right. Yeah. <laughs> I just make sure to always add the plus no, so the they plus. know everyone else. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's just like uh, one of the best things about life is getting to meet different types of people yeah. and learn about different types of people. Because like, if there's one type of person, it's so fucking boring. Yeah. Like, yeah. surround yourself with different people. Hell yeah. Learn go. about different interests and cultures and Ooh. everything. Oh yeah. yes, I'm punching the air. <laughs> Just don't punch John. I don't. I don't think we can get better than that. Any I'm last punching. Any last thoughts for our anonymous female? Good luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a follow us. Yeah. Um, we're always taking questions. Always open. Just know if you move away. Yeah, if you move away to Ottawa. Ottawa. Yes. Yeah. I'll friend. meet you there. Yeah, you they, can, they can stay with you, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. You got room in your mom's house? Yeah. <laughs> the couch. Don't go during the winter. It's very cold there. Yeah. yeah. It just stops snowing. Yeah. There you go. Um, all right. Well, before we go, we also mentioned this uh, previous week, but we wanted to remind you guys that we will be in Nashville from May 31st to June 2nd for Pod X. Um, come learn how podcasts are made, network with other podcast fans, and meet your favorite podcasters like me and Mariel, who will be there representing Always Open with some other crew from the broadcast team. Um, you can get your tickets at podx.com slash always. That's podx.com slash always. We hope to see you there. Mm-hmm. And uh, one final note, this is episode 99 of Always Open. We're done. Yes. Very special episode. So we have episode 100 coming up, and we're going to do it live. Uh, as a little special treat. And so um, I believe that will be April 29th yes. at 11 a.m. Yes. yes. April 29th at 11 a.m. So uh, we'll be what live. time zone? Central. Central. Ooh. Thank you, Elle. Um, so hopefully you'll be free to come watch. If not, the video will be uploaded the next day. And come celebrate 100 episodes. 100 episodes. Yes. 101, we're blasting off to the moon. Yes. Well, are you going to get hammered for the oh, next? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to show you some of the clips. You get one week off and one week on. Oh, Is that God. how it works? That's no. how you do it. Never doing it again. Well, thank you so much for joining us, oh, Elle. Thank, thank you. Where are they going to see Elle stuff? Oh, yeah. T- oh. Tell us about oh. where to find you. Um, YouTube.com slash Elle of the Mills. Okay. And then if you look up Elle Mills on any other social media, you should find it. Yeah. Perfect. Find the one and only. Yes. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Pleasure Yay. having you. Our official youngest guest we've ever had. Yeah. Where's the banner? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get a baby next time. And John, thank oh. you for joining us as well. Mary. Oldest person. No, yeah, not oldest. oldest. You've had much older people. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nolan North is probably the... Probably. Really? Yeah. I would say Nolan North is probably the oldest. He's like 40-something. I, I won't say it. I won't guess. <laughs> I feel like that's rude. 
Cheers, my Cheers. friends. Cheers. Huzzah.